Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. From the Eat My Catfish studios, it's time for Arkansas's number one caller-driven sports show. It's Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network with your hosts, Randy Rainwater and Rick Schaefer. Lock it in and get ready to dial us up. Drive Time Sports is on the air. Hour number two at Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer standing by Northwest Arkansas. I'm Randy Rainwater from the capital city. And now, Trey Biddy is brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai, Arkansas's number one Hyundai dealer, and Genesis of Conway, Arkansas's only Genesis dealer, Genesis of Conway, the future of luxury today. Now, here's Trey Biddy. Good afternoon, Mr. Trey Biddy. Hey, guys. Uh, recruiting coordinator, Rick Schaefer. <laughs> has eliminated at least one potential prospect who's put his name into the transfer portal. So I'll just go straight to the uh, Southern Structural Solutions buzz text line. Logan from Searcy says, "Just saw Ala- the center from Alabama. <laughs> <laughs> just saw yeah. Alabama starting center just entered the transfer portal. Be a yeah. dream to get." Uh, for Arkansas, but probably can't afford him. Now he's turning to basketball. Y'all think Arkansas could have a chance? Oh, me. If he can play guard or tackle, right? Right. <laughs> it's amazing how hard people have, <laughs> how hard a time people have snapping the ball. Um, you know, I thought that Eric Mateos made a good point about, you know, you can whip a guy's tail. You know, 60 times, but it's the three times that he gets past you that, uh, and he gets to the quarterback, and yeah. you're a bum. Yeah. Um, and same kind of way with center. You know, I mean, if you can snap the ball great, but three bad snaps can, you know, one snap can ruin a drive. One bad snap can just totally torpedo, keep you behind the chains. Um, you know, and I brought up, you know, Tyler Wilson before when he was a freshman. I mean, guys, he could not take a snap under center. It was almost comical uh, how bad Tyler was at that. Obviously, he got a lot better at it over the years. But, uh, you know, it looks easy sometimes, I guess, but I guess it's not. Um, you know, snapping the ball didn't seem like it would be that difficult just to have the same motion over and over again. But um, I don't know. I guess I try to have the same motion over again with, with golf and fail at that. So. <laughs> <laughs> You're not on scholarship. And I'm not. Are you getting NIL money for your golf? I still get equally as upset. <laughs> uh, I understand that pain, too. Uh, Trey, I, I watched, I guess it was Sunday, or no, Saturday, Saturday night, uh, Frank Ragnow, uh, who is now the center for the Detroit Lions. I mean, he looked at, he made it look easy. Uh Every snap that he made back to uh, golf looked mm-hmm. almost perfect, and uh, Matthew Golf. So I thought Monday when the uh, game was being played with Alabama mm-hmm. and Michigan, the poor center McLaughlin was turning that into a nightmare. From uh, I, I could yeah. only imagine what Arkansas went through uh, in those growing pains with Bo Limmer. Yeah, but this well, Ty Clary had some growing pains. Yeah. By the way, I think you combined two Detroit quarterbacks, Matthew Stafford and Jared Goff. Stafford, Stafford. <laughs> Matthew, but Jared Goff. Jared yeah. Goff. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> Goff is now with the Rams. My bad. Okay. Yeah. Well, hopefully they've done a good job in the transfer portal, and Addison Nichols can end up being the, the center for them and, and be a consistent snapper. Uh, it certainly seemed like it's a hard thing to find. I mean, you, you hear people say all the time, you know, we got to find somebody who can snap the ball, and they're not kidding. Well, it's just equally as important. Eli Stein has done a great job. You never talk about him, never mention his yeah, name. That's right. As the deep snapper for Arkansas. So that's, that's, uh, that's another plus. 
Wonder if he could play. Wonder if he could play center rather. You want than, nobody? You want everybody to say, now, "Who is Eli Stein?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who is Eli Stein? Yeah. All right, from our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback, Larry says, "Guys, looking at Arkansas football the last ten years, we're not in a position to be focusing on out-of-state players, especially with Texas and Oklahoma coming into the league. Our Texas recruiting is going to suffer." Parkview has nine to ten guys that are at the very least have SEC speed. Well, they have some. I don't know about nine or ten, but they've right. got some for sure. And Arkansas's offered uh, some of those guys. And um, I guess the, the latest would be Montario Elston, who is super electric. Not the biggest guy, five nine. Was he one? Maybe less at one eighty. Yeah. Um, but over 800 receiving yards, over 800 rushing yards, that guy can really, really scoot. So he's the latest in-state offer. But you you can't just live on Arkansas, you know, in-state recruits. It's just it's just not going to work. There's just the population. First of all, isn't big enough, and secondly, Arkansas just doesn't produce a lot per capita. On top of that, in terms of populate, in terms of you know, uh, in-state talent. Now there have been guys that Arkansas has not offered that have left the state, uh, who have had successful careers, but it's not many. It, it is not many that have done that, and so. You have to recruit Texas. That is, if you look back at any, you know, great Arkansas team, a lot of the players come from the state of Texas. Now, Sam Pittman has kind of shifted that focus a little bit uh, to recruiting more traditional SEC states. You see a lot more activity in Alabama and Georgia and Mississippi, and they've got some very good players out of those states too. But you have to recruit every state that touches you and probably a little bit beyond that. You have to treat Tulsa like it's an extension of your state. Tulsa is closer to Fayetteville than Little Rock is. Uh, You have to treat Memphis like it's an extension of your state um, so that's just that's kind of how you have to go about it uh, you know a big problem I, I feel like is you know just the and we said before you know the good Lord didn't make a lot of guys that are six five three hundred and fifteen three hundred and twenty pounds that are super athletic with fast twitch muscle fibers there's just not a lot of people out there and you know for whatever reason arkansas hasn't produced a whole lot of those over the years um there are a few you know there's a guy named charleston collins inside the state who's tearing it up at the uh at the all-america practices right now um and when you get those guys inside the state that you you got to offer them but man i can't remember i can't remember a year in arkansas where there's been more than 12 you know and that's those are pretty pretty rare elite years. It's back probably when Houston Nutt was coach at Arkansas when you'd see him maybe maybe target 12 guys from inside the state. You just don't see that many uh, generally 70s inside the state. 70s and 80s. 70s and 80s, 80s, 80s back when there was not an 85 scholarship cap. Well, you know, you what was it? Had, but you also had Central Arkansas was a producer of products back then, players back then. Little Rock Central was stronger than dirt. The Pine Bluff schools were strong. In fact, Arkansas lost some to Oklahoma out of Pine Bluff. Mm-hmm. So th- there were more prospects, and I think part of that is a reflection of um, you know the Little Rock situation where they're not producing players like they did at one time. Yeah. But I would yeah, say totally than, different era than, too. I mean, uh, in, in, in oh, yeah, terms of definitely. But I would say other know. than suggesting to you, Trey, that they sign at least eight every year out of Arkansas, I would suggest you be the recruiting coordinator at Arkansas and get them back in Texas. You're, you're yeah. <laughs> exactly right. I mean, I don't get this. You're, okay, fine, you get a player or two out of Georgia because of connections, but um, okay, let's say you get a three-and-a-half star out of Texas. He might be better than a five-star somewhere else. Okay, you don't get the best that A&M and Texas want, but you can get players you can beat those schools with. I think you just got to draw from everywhere. Yeah, um, Tulsa, you know, Memphis, I, I you're exactly think, right. You are I don't right. think most years, you know, Arkansas is, you know, a smaller state compared to you know the other yes. most of the other SEC schools. Exactly. But and that's why we see a lot of fluctuation. You may see a year where, hey, there's 12 guys who are viable options inside the state this year, and you might see another year where it's more like six. And that right. seems like a huge fluctuation when you're right. dealing with Arkansas versus you know Texas, where there's you know one year there's 350 Division One signees, and one year there's you know. 412 Division One signings. Yeah. Doesn't seem like as big as a, a a change, but for Arkansas, it's it seems a little bit more dramatic. But now, I don't think that eight is unreasonable. I mean, there's there's eight this year, you know, easy. Yeah, so exactly. 
So, and you're right. They didn't get them all. <laughs> that, that's right. That's exactly right. But if you get all of those, and then it, it limits to what you have to have out of state. But you're right, Texas. And I know it's tough to get players out of Louisiana because of LSU, but it's not impossible. Let's say LSU's recruiting 30 guys. Could you get two of them? Maybe. And if so, that helps your program. LSU, Louisiana makes a lot of sense to me to recruit because LSU is kind of like Arkansas. There's not another you know, Power 5 school in the state, and they have pretty much exclusive access. The only school that's really coming in and beating LSU for an in-state talent uh, is, is Alabama. You know, every once in a while, Alabama will reach in there and get one yeah. or two. But um, Baton Rouge is not far from Houston, which is a talent hotbed. And the state of Louisiana is going to produce probably anywhere from 15 to 24 star talents every single yes. year. You're right. And LSU just isn't going to take them all. They just and so there's all and the, another thing I like about you know kids from Louisiana is they get snub feeling. You know they they kind of. Brett Bielema pointed this out. You know, Louisiana kids are a lot like Florida kids. You know, it seems like that they have kind of a similar nature. Um, and they sometimes have a chip on their shoulder, uh, you know, and some angst against the in-state school when they don't offer. So when you go down there and play, you know, I can remember back, was it 2015? You had several players from the state of Louisiana on that team that went down there and thumped LSU at night. Yep. Um, you know, and there were some Louisiana players that played a really big role in that game. You're right, 100%. That's All what right. I say. Take eight a year, and you can be the recruiting coordinator, Trey. I'm for you. <laughs> I think you're good. I think you're exactly right on all of this. Trey, this has to be equally as confusing as how long it took XYZ to enter in the transfer portal, yada, yada, yada. What in the world is going on with Kenny Guyton? Uh, yeah. you, had, you had an article today, mm-hmm. uh, Arkansas wide receivers coach candidates and i'm thinking and uh rick used to always say this say this i didn't know there was an opening i didn't know there was an <laughs> yeah. opening because yeah. apparently kenny guyton is still the receivers coach at arkansas it's an interesting situation normally i would never put out a list of candidates for a job if but there are coaches that are interviewing for this job i mean Graciously. it's wow. it's open and uh i don't know what the delay is but there's something. Well, does that mean Kenny Guyton is going to Wisconsin, or is he just told maybe it's good to go somewhere else? I, as I understand it, he is all but official at Wisconsin. Okay. Um, and Arkansas is looking for a receivers coach. Wonder why they haven't announced it. They're, they're through their bowl game and they're recruiting yeah, right now. Exactly. There's, there's some it? kind of reason, you know. Like we asked that question too with why a player might have waited till a certain point with NIL, and yeah. a lot of times it comes down to contract and stuff. I don't know exactly what this situation is. Um, I believe Wisconsin just announced the hire of another coach, if I'm not mistaken, hmm. a defensive coach. Uh, so. I don't know. Maybe they're wanting to do it one by one, let everybody have their day. I don't know what it is exactly, but um, what I do know is that you know this is this. It's not just like Petrino's hire, but you know Pittman wants him to bring in a guy that has experience with that offense, and that's what you typically see with a coordinator when they come in. I don't think that Dan Enos did that, and maybe he should have, but um, usually when you see a new coordinator, they bring a guy with them who knows their offense. And so, you know, I've gone down the list and looked at just about, I've looked at everybody going back to 2002 Auburn of who has connections and familiarity uh, with Bobby Petrino and working in his offense. Uh, The North Carolina wide receivers coach, uh, you know, goes way back with him. Um, I mean, there's, there's not a lot. There's not a lot of guys. There's probably seven. Um, And, and out of those, you know, there's probably fewer than that that are would be considered viable options. A couple have been, you know, out of college coaching. <laughs> so, uh, th- I mean, a guy that makes a lot of sense would be Garrick McGee in in one in one sense. But at the same time, you know, he's with Jeff Brom at Louisville. They just won ten games. Jeff Brom isn't going anywhere. Garrick McGee has moved seven times in the last seven years, seven different Ooh, jobs. Oh my gosh! Uh, I know his son Cam. I remember when he was born. He's got to be about thirteen or so. I would think that he's probably looking for a little bit of stability at this point in his career. Yeah. And you know, you're looking at the Arkansas job. You say, well, you know, if they don't, they don't yeah. win next year, right. I could be looking for my ninth place in nine mm-hmm. years. Yeah. Versus, you're right. 
Good point. So, plus Garrick makes four twenty-five at Louisville, and wow. Kenny Guyton was making three forty last year at Arkansas. You're already paying Bobby Petrino four hundred thousand more than Dan Enos was making. Plus, you had to pay Dan Enos's buyout, and so your salary pool, not even including the buyouts, already four hundred thousand dollars more. I would think to make it at least enticing, you know, from a salary standpoint, you'd have to go up a hundred thousand more you know so what's your assistant coach salary pool also so i just think there's a lot of things that kind of stand in the way um you know paul petrino i look at him and you know he's coordinator offensive coordinator at uh central michigan he's making north of one hundred fifty thousand dollars a year there Mm -hmm. um i don't know if like damian craig's unemployed Damian Craig's right. unemployed. Yeah. Damian Craig makes the most sense. I he mean, does. he's You're right. he's he was at Texas A&M since 2018. He coached under Petrino last year. Um, obviously, they're using Petrino's offense, but it was Jimbo Fisher's terminology, which was a bit of a struggle uh, from Petrino. He's been pretty open about that. But he obviously knows the offense. May have to learn some terminology. But, uh, you know, he makes a lot of sense. Uh, Mike Elko brought in, in his own wide receivers coach. And, and you know, this guy, Damian Craig, I can remember when he was playing. But he, uh, you know, he's got a lot of experience in the SEC and also coached at Florida State. So he makes a lot of sense. You know, I mentioned Paul. I just don't know that um, – you know, the impression, and I could be way off base, but the impression I got from Paul was, yes, he loved being here. Yes, loved working with his brother. But also, you know, at the time, at least, seemed like he wanted to really advance his career, be his own play caller, which he did when he went to Illinois. Then Ron Zook got fired, and he came back, and, you know, it was 2012, and all that stuff happened. And, um, you know, it was just kind of a disaster from there. But, uh, you know, he spent nine years at Idaho. I just don't know. He's made over $10 million, you know, in his coaching career. Um, so I don't know if just... You know, making another hundred thousand, maybe that's something that moves the needle for him. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. But um, so, to me, Damian Craig makes the most sense. Um, now there was a guy, Appleby. I'm forgetting his first name, but he was he's only thirty Austin. years old. He played. Yeah, he played at uh, at Florida. Played at Purdue before that. Uh, he was a quarterback, but he was the um, he was a wide receivers coach at Missouri State, and he is at UAB now. So maybe that's a guy to consider. And you know, Michael Smith. I, I've always loved Michael Smith. I thought he did a great job with the talent that he had. Keon Hatcher, Drew Morgan were some of his wide receivers when he was here. He's certainly been around the block. I know that he would love to come back to Fayetteville. In fact, uh, um, I checked the message I had from him back in, man, I think it was 2021 or something, maybe when uh, Guyton, before Guyton was hired, and he was just like, man, I'd love to come back. Uh, so, um, But the thing with Guyton, uh, excuse me, with uh uh, with uh, Michael Smith is he didn't have any connections at all with Petrino. He does with, mm-hmm. with Pittman, but he never worked with Petrino. So I think if it went to Smith, it would just be kind of a situation where you know things just didn't work out with the guys with, with familiarity um, with Petrino's offense. All right, I've got a couple of questions for you, but first let's talk with Joe. We'll try to squeeze them all in. Joe, you got a question or comment for Trey? Yeah, hey, hey, Trey. I was just wondering if uh, how Quincy McAdoo. Any update on Quincy McAdoo? And that's it. Thanks. Yeah, I wish I had that every day. It's going to get asked. I promise. I promise. Nobody will have to ask when I have that news. (laughs) I will put it out. All right, Trey. Hey, when's the next time you can talk to Pittman? Though spring practice. I would maybe the second signing day. Second signing day, as long as they sign some guys, which they should. Yeah, I mean, there was one year where they didn't, you know. Yeah. Uh, but that was pre-transfer portal. But yeah. Uh, yeah, they should have some signees, obviously, this time. So hopefully, we'll get another press conference. All right, Trey. This is from our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Kenneth says, "Can you ask Trey? Should there be any worry about LSU potentially targeting T. Will? I've read a couple of articles suggesting he may be a target." But today, Brian Kelly cleaned out the defensive staff, including his coordinator at LSU. Well, I'm sure that uh, Brian Kelly has a good idea where he's headed um, after making a move like that. That's pretty drastic. But I can understand why he did it. You know, I'm watching the Washington game, and I'm looking at uh, Michael Penix, and I'm thinking – Man, I might have should have voted this guy the Heisman. I think maybe if, if I'd done mm-hmm. it after that game, I might have voted for him. But the reason I voted Jaden Daniels, I went by, 
against my policy on Heisman voting, I always say if you're a quarterback, especially at a blue blood, uh, you need to you need to like be winning your division at minimum, you know. And they didn't do that; they went nine and three. Uh, but his numbers were so ridiculous. I was just thinking, can I really punish him for giving up 55 to Ole Miss, for giving up 49 to Missouri, mm. and um, you know, I, I can't remember what the other one, but it was you know, almost 50 points than the other loss that they had. And you know, I talked myself out of it. But uh, they obviously put up offense, but their defense was not very good last year. That's not surprising uh, to say. So, if it were me, yeah, I would look at I would look at T. Will. I would look at T. Will and and Arkansas's defensive coaching staff. Well, you just lost your job as recruiting job. coordinator. You just, you just lost your hey, job. I was asked the question. <laughs> well, I didn't hope, say, I didn't Brian, say they should take it. But, well, uh, the great thing is you're not Brian Kelly, and he's not you, so let's yeah, hope he looks yeah. somewhere else. Yeah. Well, he, he had no shame in coming in and taking um, – uh, Brad Davis uh, no. right after spring football <laughs> no. a couple years ago. Uh, KG says, Trey, I see Jalen Catalan is back in the transfer portal. Do you think his next land? Do you know his next landing spot with Arkansas? Consider bringing him back. I understood he left because of the uh, lack of a great NIL package to begin with. Well, his NIL package to be. To, they led him to Texas was pretty solid. I mean, it was. But now he probably doesn't have that there. There's no way. There's and no he had way an that he has. package here, and he only played a game or two. So uh, you know, you, you got to play to. Here's the paid, right? Arkansas just wasn't willing at the time to pay a guy, you know, all SEC NIL money, um, who'd played one of the last 20 games for him. Mm-hmm. You know, and Texas was willing to do that. And that's ultimately why Jalen Catalan ended up there. And um, yeah, I mean, his price tag would have to come way down. All right, Trey, we will talk with you tomorrow. That is Trey Biddy of Hogsports.com being brought to you by Chris Crane Hyundai and Genesis of Conway. Seven the Buzz is your home for Arkansas Razorback basketball. Coverage is brought to you by Kaufman by Design West, Guatney Chevrolet, Guatney Buick GMC, R-Care, and Parker Cadillac. Hello, folks. It's Frank Fletcher from the Fletcher Dodge Store here in Sherwood. For the past few months, we've been asking you to give us a chance to buy your cars, and the response has been great. We really appreciate all of you who brought your cars in and turned it into cash. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Folks, we're still buying cars every day. So look around and see what you or your family has in the garage that you want to turn into cash. It's really easy, folks. Just come into Fletcher Dodge and ask for Chris or Andy. We'll buy any vehicle and we'll pay you more than anyone. We can't find enough vehicles at the auto auctions to meet the demand. So we're extending you this offer to the public. We'll pay you more, so don't wait. We've purchased hundreds of cars from fine people just like you. Come see us today for the best cash offer on your car, truck, van, or SUV. Just ask for Chris or Andy. We'll pay you more, so come see us at Fletcher Dodge on Warden Road in Sherwood. Thanks. When you do something for over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Bert here. He's been lifting weights for over 45 years. He can bench press a 400-pound nose guard. Deadlift an elephant. Even clean and jerk a truck filled with watermelons. Fantastic rep, Bert. We're a lot like Bert lifting weights, except we do it with insurance. Williamson Insurance, protecting your business and your family for over 45 years. Duck season is here. $50 off any Beretta A400 Extreme Plus, 12 or 20 gauge shotgun. And a mail-in rebate for $150. Or get 50 off any Beretta A300 shotgun, 12 or 20 gauge. And a mail-in rebate for $75. For Thompson's in Sherwood. <laughs> New Year's means new equipment for you and your loved ones from River Valley Tractors, your leading Kubota dealers in Central Arkansas. Start your countdown at River Valley Tractor with big savings on Kubota compact tractors and implements built to last you through all your seasons. Bring in the new year with River Valley Tractor. In Bryant, Sherwood, Conway, Russellville, and Pine Bluff, visit rivervalleytractor.com today. 
At Eat My Catfish, fall is our favorite time of the year, and football season isn't the only thing making a comeback. Available now, our famous shrimp gumbo and Cajun boudin balls make their return to the menu. Order online at eatmycatfish.com. Eat local, eat fresh, eat my catfish. Hi, I'm Rick Pennington of Lions Drug. We have great news. Generic Cialis is now available at a huge savings. We have Tadalafil, the FDA-approved generic of Cialis, in a 20-milligram tablet at a savings of up to 80%. We have the 5-milligram daily tablets for less than $3 a pill. Lions Drug continues to be your go-to pharmacy for men's health. What are you waiting for? Call us today at 844-676-2247 or go to our website at Lions Drug. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports, live from the Eat My Catfish studios, where it's much like any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations, minus the always fresh, delicious food options like the family-packed catfish dinners. You've got Drive Time Sports locked in on the Buzz Radio Network. Here is Randy Rainwater. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. Rick Schaefer, I'm Randy Rainwater. Hopefully, we'll be joined in a moment by Bart Reed of Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. But first, value, value, value. I love values. I love saving money. But I don't want to sacrifice quality. I don't want to sacrifice especially my appetite or my hunger. And I don't want to give up the quality that can sometimes go along with the value. So, the dinner for two for 60 bucks is back at the Riverfront Hilton for 2024. That means... You can. Uh, Two for 60. That is the special for January. Now, the 10-ounce filet without the salad bar or the fried shrimp. You might find this priced anywhere else in Little Rock, anywhere from $75 to $95. Now, you're talking about a value. I'm giving you a value of the Riverfront salad bar for two. I'm giving you a 10-ounce filet, cooked to perfection, by the way. Four, count them, four of the famous double F fried shrimp. And then you get to pick two side items. That baked potato, which is about the size of NFL football, it might be worth 15 bucks by itself. The salad bar is worth 15 to $18 by itself. I could go on and on. That's value, folks. That's quality, folks. That is outstanding in terms of quality. That's what you'll find at the Riverfront Steakhouse in North Little Rock. Make a reservation for tomorrow night, Friday night, or Saturday night. Ask for support. Tell them I sent you. That's 3719000, I devoured that 10-ounce steak last week. Combine that with the baked potato. Combine that with the salad bar, and it was a meal for a king. Riverfront Steakhouse, Wyndham Hotel in North Little Rock. Ask for support, 3719000. Rick, we're going to try it. Let's see what happens. Because, <laughs> hey, we've had well, wait so a minute. I'm hearing sound. Uh, Hold on. It's time me. for the basketball insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings. Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics, with locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's, here's Bart. Bart. Bar. Uh, Randy, I got to give you credit for this troubleshooting that you've done, Rick. I, I have this app. I feel official. I, I'm looking at. I don't know what these things are doing, but it looks like I'm 
doing the right stuff on my screen so you can hear me good. Turn the volume down just a tad. You're just almost a little hot. Okay. Okay. All right. A little bit better? That's a little bit better. Wow. Okay. I'm going to get these questions in while I've got you. Okay. I think he's going to be okay. I think he's going to be okay. I agree. Uh, This from our Gangster Museum of America live feed feedback. Johnny says, Bart, give us the keys to the game of Arkansas versus Auburn. Also, what are his best two to three teams in the SEC heading into conference play? Let's take the latter part of the question. So I have to eat my words. So Kentucky looks really good, guys. So Coach Cal is probably going to be around for another year, even I'm stomping my feet thinking that he was not going to. So I certainly think Kentucky looks really good. Uh, Tennessee, and Randy, we've talked about this. Rick Barnes has probably the most balanced teams or some of the most balanced teams in the country in terms of maturity, offense, defense, decision-making. I love those two teams. Listen, I love Arkansas in that mix. My surprise of the year is going to be Ole Miss, and I don't think it's a surprise to the people that know what a great coach Chris Beard is. But certainly – we see it's Old Miss at Tennessee this Saturday. Yes, that's correct. Right. It's a huge game, a huge game for recruiting, huge game in the SEC. Of course, it's so early, but those are the teams that stand out. Uh, you know, last week, guys, I didn't get a chance to talk to you, but I had a chance to catch up with Coach Muss, and, and my question to him was, what are some things that he's really looking at as he turns the corner? And he brought up, Defense, defending the three ball, and keeping the man in front of them, which they've lost their man several times. Uh, We know he doesn't play his own. It's strictly man-to-man. So I feel like that they have lost some defenders on the backside several times this year. And he focused on paint touches. So he wants to get a lot of movement. He wants to throw the ball inside. I don't think, in my opinion, you guys might disagree, I don't think Trayvon Brazil's 100%. He's going to put up numbers, but I still don't think he's got that extra lift and oomph that he had before the ankle injury. But Ricky finally talked about pace of play, and he says, I want to push the basketball up the court on offense, which I've been kind of waiting for us to, to get a little bit more wide open in transition. But he also talked about picking the ball up more full court. So controlling pace of play will be really important. But drill that down into two things. If Auburn shoots the basketball like they shot it, their last outing in the first half, not the second half, in the first half, if we're not contesting those shots, it's going to be a long day. The other thing that Auburn does extremely well that scares me that we have done a really poor job, and which surprises me because Coach Musselman's pedigree in the NBA. We don't defend high ball screens really well. We, we, we're caught in coverages. We want to switch. We want to drop off. We drop in coverage, but we don't pick up. We're just not great at stopping straight line drives downhill coming off ball screens. So those are the two things I really, really, really would keep an eye on as you're, as you're looking at the uh, – certainly at halftime to kind of see where we are. But what are the dynamic – and Coach Musselman talked about this. He's only been around now for three games. But this looks like – I'm not sure what version because every team is different. But with Minifield now at the point, yeah. this looks like a totally different team, Bart. It does. It does. So this is, I think, probably the sleeper matchup that really is kind of determined because Minifield, I, Rick, Randy, I love him. But here is the thing. When you really break down the film, because Coach Musselman is obviously kind of looking for that spark, he has let Minifield get away with some defensive lapses that he has not let other guards get away with in the past. And, yeah. I, and I'm sure it's because he wants that offensive spark. So Auburn, Aiden Holloway, is a freshman from Prolific Prep who was a McDonald's All-American. He's 6'1", 180 pounds, and he is extremely physical. 
if you look at Minifield, what are we? What do they have him listed as? He's six foot one sixty. Is that dripping uh, wet? Man. Yeah, dripping right. wet. Yeah, one sixty. That's amazing, isn't yeah. it? So he's going to give up twenty pounds to an elite level ball handler, penetrator, and a fantastic finisher around the rim. If he can hang in defensively, it's a great sign. If he can't, this is what's going to be coming at him every single game in the SEC. So let's hold temper our expectations because this is a big test to see how he does almost as much as it is the Razorback team. Hmm. All right, let's uh, check in with Lonnie. No, Lonnie's checked out on us. All right, this from... uh in fact, you just got through talking about this. This from our Gangster Museum of America live fan feedback. I, Elizabeth, I'm sorry. I stole a little bit of your thunder. Bart, interested in your feedback on Menafield. Seems like he is a true game changer since he came in. High skills, quick, but slight in build. How does he fare in the face of SEC opponents? I heard Coach say he thinks the players like to play with him. They have said that. Yes, they do. Yeah. Yes, yes. And I, and I think, listen, he's fantastic. He separates. He really – it's been a long time since I think we've had a guy that can really separate laterally and downhill to create a shot whenever he wants to get a shot, guys. I think he's, he's that good. What has happened in the past – and we had a little bit with Chris Likes. Once SEC teams notice a matchup – where they have an advantage. They're going to go to that matchup and just wear it out until you're going to make that other team do something. But I certainly think if he can hold up defensively, he's a game changer. Uh, he, he facilitates extremely well. We talk about 32 points. He gets other people involved, too. Uh, but certainly, let me, let me say this and stress this to the people listening. Nick Smith made those defensive mistakes last year, and he was on the bench. So he is making some defensive lapses that we have to be aware of. And so, again, Aiden Holloway versus Minifield, it's the game within the game. Hmm. Uh, let's see. Uh, this is not uh, basketball related, but we'll go ahead and ask it. This from um, Mitch in Northwest Arkansas. He says, I've heard Malik Hornsby might be back as a wide receiver. What? Uh, that's what Nick, Mitch is saying. I've heard Malik Hornsby might be back as a wide receiver. That would be an interesting dynamic. He's fast, there's yeah. no doubt. And he could have. I don't think he played much at Texas State, did he? He wasn't the starter. Not, not that I'm aware of. No. Yeah, unless unless the starter got hurt late in the year or something. So that would be a shock, really. Uh, I checked some box scores early back. Yeah. Oh, I mean September or whatever it was. Yeah, me too. Didn't, well, sh- didn't even they, show he was playing. They upset somebody. Was it A and M? They beat somebody that they you wouldn't figure they beat, and he didn't play. So, I think it was A and M. Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, um, yeah, that would be a a stunner. But boy, the guy is fast. He had most of us. My he. I was totally deceived. I will admit that. I thought playing more at quarterback because he's so fast. But he didn't throw that well. I was deceived. But, boy, you do like his speed, don't you? And then when they loaded up in the box to stop the run, he couldn't run. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, Marianne says, here's Marianne. Uh, with the new 12-team playoff, shouldn't the Heisman be pushed back? You'll have several big games. And a guy that might have finished second might win three, all play, uh, three playoff games to be the best player in the country after those games. I agree with that. I don't have a problem well, with that, pushing it back. Traditionally, awards are regular season awards. You look to say, baseball is that way, football is that way. I'm talking about an NFL, NBA, It's it's those are Good regular point. season awards. So it would college would yep. be going against the grain to do that. And had a 12-team playoff before either. No. All right, Drive Time Sports will continue in a moment. Fence Brokers presents Razorback Graffiti every Monday morning. Call Morning Mayhem and let them know how you feel about how they did. One sentence and one sentence only.
Guys, it's a new year. Welcome to 2024, man. Low T Center can make it a great one for you. If you've been feeling tired and grumpy, maybe you've noticed a lack of motivation and drive, a little weight gain here and there, a little loss of muscle mass, these could all be signs of low testosterone levels, fellas. At Low T Center, they make it easy. All you've got to do is commit. You can get your levels checked. It's simple. It's a simple blood test with their on-site lab. You'll get results back in 25 minutes. Low T Center is not your typical doctor's office, so no worries, fellas. It's concierge medicine for all of us men. They're physicians. They specialize in treating low testosterone, and they've been exclusively treating men for years with most health insurance accepted. And they have affordable and convenient treatment options, including physician-monitored self-inject treatments that ship directly to your home each month. So there's no need to drive to the center on a weekly basis. Right now, at Low T Center, it's only 25 bucks to get your T-levels tested. Make your health and quality of life a priority and make it a great year in 2024. Go to LowTCenter.com to book your appointment online today. That's LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Impressive, powerful, aerodynamic, thrilling, and unforgettable. All words to describe Saracen's January giveaway vehicle, Nissan's exciting 400Z. Play at Saracen all this month for your chance to win an incredible Z car from Welch Nissan. Winning is as easy as simply playing Saracen's games. Take the short 40-minute ride down the Saracen Casino Resort. It's Little Rock's closest place to play, and it's the only place in Arkansas to win a fabulous Z car. Saracen Casino Resort. Gambling problem? Call 800-522-4700. Greatness doesn't happen overnight. It takes time, focus, and dedication. At Shelter Insurance, we understand that because we've put in the hard work and dedication for decades. And that commitment has paid off with award-winning customer service for your auto, home, and life insurance. See shelter agents Monica Reiners or Brian Cress in North Little Rock or Jamie Marsh in Little Rock. My brother-in-law died suddenly, and now my sister and her kids have to sell their home. That's why I told my husband we could not put off getting life insurance any longer. An agent offered us a 10-year, $500,000 policy for nearly $50 a month. Then we called SelectQuote. SelectQuote found us identical coverage for only $19 a month, a savings of $369 a year. Whether you need a $500,000 policy or a $5 million policy, SelectQuote could save you more than 50% on term life insurance. For your free quote, call SelectQuote at 1-800-659-8080. That's 1-800-659-8080. Or go to SelectQuote.com. 1-800-659-8080. That's 1-800-659-8080. SelectQuote. We shop. You save. Full details on example policies at selectquote.com slash commercials. Live from the Eat My Catfish studios, you feed your crave for sports by listening to Drive Time Sports. Much like you feed your crave at any of the seven Eat My Catfish locations. The number one sports radio show in Arkansas. Drive Time Sports on the Buzz Radio Network. Welcome back to Drive Time Sports and the Buzz Radio Network. I have been saying this for years. That First Security Bank is my bank of choice. I could give you many reasons why, but it all starts with people. That, to me, is where it always has and always will start, and that is with people. Because I love the people that I deal with at First Security Bank, whether or not I need a personal loan or help with my checking account or whatever it may be. Online banking, they are always right there to assist me through any process. And that I appreciate. I love being able to pick up the phone and talk to my personal banker. If I need to talk to Patrick about something, I just pick up the phone, I call him. And... If I have to go into one of the branch locations or go to the branch location where Patrick's located in Searcy, that's what I do because they're there to serve me as a customer. And they always make me feel like home. And that's what happens when you're talking about First Security Bank because they have over 75 banking centers, have over 900 employees, and they seem to be 
on top of every trend that's out there. And that includes mobile banking. That has become the new thing along with online banking. So why not make it simple on yourself? Bank better wherever you are. And you'll find you've got the best people you can deal with. And that is at First Security Bank. Remember, FDIC, Equal Housing Lender, only in Arkansas. That's First Security Bank. Okay, let's straighten out this fact. Thank you. We always need to be corrected and cleaned up. Big Keith in the house from our Gangster Museum of America Life and Feedback. Just to let you know, it was Baylor that Texas State beat, not a and Yeah, Yeah, I knew somebody mm. that was a good name down there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. All right, this one for you, Bart, from our hog okay. fan man. Happy New Year. I've been following Justice Hill at Lola Marymount. He's been playing really, really well. Last three games, he's not appeared in the box scores. Do you know of his status? Do not, but we need to. I'll touch base with Justice and see what. Um, I, I, I do not know, did not know he's hurt. I don't think he's hurt. Uh, certainly, it might have an illness, but I will, Randy, put that on my to do list to follow up because Justice has. For all the moving and about, I think he found a place where the system really fits him, fits his style of play, get up and down the court, uh, early shots in transition, the court spread out, uses explosiveness, but I will make sure and follow up on that. I was just bragging on, I think him and K.K. Robinson are having two of the best I kind of bounce back seasons for college players that have transferred of anybody in the country. They're playing that well. All right, this from our... Southern Structural Solutions Buzz text line. Kevin from Tull. Did Michael Smith play for Petrino? Michael Smith was a running back, yeah, and now he's a, a wide receiver. Yeah, it's a it's a different one he's talking about, and he, he's talking about Michael Smith, a wide receiver's coach. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's not but the it, but guy, the Michael Smith that played for. Petrino was a running back, wasn't That's it? That's correct. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think you're talking about two different two different people. Yeah, okay. That was his yeah. first year. Yeah. 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 Uh, this from the five zero one. Good running back. Yeah, he was. Just a quick comment. I hate the transfer portal. I hate that these players are allowed to sit out of these bowl games. The Florida State Georgia game was one of the worst bowls ever in florida state had a ton of players that set out i think they should do away with that and the nil well that's not going to happen uh i think one of the ways tying your nil contract with these kids that they got to play every game on the schedule if they don't then they got money to pay back yeah well you should have heard my Great friend idea. The guy I love to listen to talk about baseball, even though his personality is the opposite of mine, Christopher Mad Dog Russo. You should have heard him, because he's on with Stephen A. Smith every Wednesday. You sure to have heard him rant about Florida State. Holy smokes. About all the complaints. They should have been in the playoffs, and then they totally disgraced yeah. themselves in that bowl game. He let them have it. You know, all those guys, they could have proven themselves. They could have proved that they were legit. They're playing Georgia. They're the number four defending national champion. He just let them have it. And he, and they deserved it. The That's same right. school that can't get by yep. with a $160 million budget in the ACC. A $160 million budget. And that's not good enough. They want to change leagues. Good luck, Florida State. Hmm. And I'll say this, too. Kirby Smart was at the end of his bench, and I think he very politely Oh, it could have been, could have been 100. I'm a, I'm a guy. Uh, they could have scored 100. Absolutely. They had no fight to them at all. Yep. Yeah. Along with the game, was played the worst it looked for Florida State. Uh, John says, Bart, what did you think about the King Cotton Tournament? How do you think Arkansas teams prevailed? Who stood out? Wow, I thought that, that Pine Bluff to me is the one that stood out. Pine Bluff. Well, they played extremely well, and I, I, 
I think Pine Bluff, Randy, I'm with you. I think you need to watch out for Pine Bluff because they have played some really tough basketball games. And Courtney Crutchfield, I don't think a lot of – if you've not seen this young man play basketball, you're in for a treat because I, I can't say he's as good as he is in football, but he's a really talented basketball player, certainly a borderline power five player, I think in his own right in basketball. Uh, the King Cotton was loaded with talent. Randy Rick, I don't know if you guys – I was shocked – seeing the amount of talent. Uh, Central ended up getting beat by a Westminster, Florida team that started 6'7", 6'8", 6'5", 6'3". They look like a college team. Hmm. And Central ended up on her boating, had a great first half, scored 27, looked like, I think, the potential McDonald's All-American. They came out and basically played almost like a triangle and two, put put uh, extra focus on Luke Moore, extra focus on Honor, and Central ended up getting beat. But I think the Arkansas teams fared pretty well. Uh, obviously, the Gonzaga team that won it was uber-talented, so probably one of the best teams in the country. But Terry on Burgess had a great tournament. Mm-hmm. They uh, showed themselves really well. Pine Bluff showed themselves really well. Uh, Little Rock Christian seems to be, guys, that hot and cold team. Tons of talent. Up one week, down the next. But I think they're young, so they'll figure it out. But uh, Arkansas teams did very well. I thought they held their own, very much so. Uh, even Whitehall, yes, with yes. their injuries and uh, yes. some players not, uh, for whatever reason, unable to play, I thought they, they stood up well uh, in the tournament. Um, let's see. Texas State beat Baylor first game of the year. T.J. Finley transfer from Auburn was their... Starter, uh, let's see, literally just hired a receiver coach. Okay. Trey was being coy. I didn't know that they'd, I don't, I'm not able to uh, keep up with everything that's going on. Let's see. Okay, here is. We don't know. By 247, Arkansas set to hire. Missouri State's Ronnie Fouch, F-O-U-C-H. Well, he is, Trey did mention him as, as one candidate. I didn't think that was the name he mentioned, though. I thought he did because Petrino was at Missouri State as head coach. I, I think he, he yeah. mentioned a lot of guys, and I think he is one of them he mentioned. Okay, I'm, I'm pulling up that story. Um... Another could be Lamar Thomas, Petrino, Western Kentucky, and Louisville. I may have just overlooked it. Anyway, bottom line is, apparently, that is your new wide receiver coach, Ronnie Fouch, F-O-U-C-H. Wow. Okay. All right, Bart. Good job as usual. We will talk with you on Friday. That is Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills. Thanks to Martin Orthopedics. Coming up next, when the coach. For over 45 years, you get really good at it. Like Roger here, he's been raking leaves for over 45 years. With a twist of his trusty rake, he can shape a pile of leaves into a grizzly bear catching salmon. A one-fifth scale of Mount Rushmore. Whoa. Even a working international space station. Stunning detail, Roger. We're a lot like Roger raking leaves. 